0: You're listening to Travel Tales with Fergal. I'm Fergal O'Keefe, and you are very welcome to a special bonus episode on the US election with Daniel Gilmore, a Republican from North Carolina, and Sean O'Neill, a Boston Democrat now living in Ireland, to give a topical, informative, and entertaining insight into the current state of America. And after this discussion... I now realise that this election is going to be much closer than we generally hear in Irish media. Every election has an everyman character. I think if you remember the last election, there was uh, Joe the plumber. I have you two guys on here to represent everyman in America. So I'm calling. I'm calling you, Dan the Republican, and Sean the Democrat.
1: <laughs> that's appropriate. Oh, that's correct. Well, and, and Fergal, for, to, to be quite honest, what the, what your audience is going to hear for the next 35, 40 minutes, forty five minutes is decades old. Sean and I have had had debates on yeah. politics for a long time. Um, you know, the difference, you know, today is the fact that that Trump has taken us to a polarized space where when Sean and I would enjoy having a conversation, sometimes lengthy, sometimes heated over yeah. a pint of, of Guinness. But at the end of, of the, the, the last pint, you know, we'd go arm in arm, you know, back to his house and everything was forgiven. Yeah. Um, you know, today's today's climate is, you know, it has to be either or um, families are, are literally disowning, you know, children, children, disowning parents. People aren't talking to neighbors and friends. Um, debates end up in fistfights, sometimes death. Um, it's just uh, an environment that's, that's crazy to me. So it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the reality of, of where we're at.
2: But I also think, because Dan, you, you and I go way back, and I think that, you know, America has always been a country of extremes. You know, number one, you know, America strives for number one, being the best at this, and which is a wonderful cultural trait. But sometimes it's not realistic when it comes to politics, because I think it's, it can't be all or nothing. And I think that's what Dan is referencing, that this all or nothing kind of logic is really, it's just acidic, it's dangerous, it's causing, as Dan was saying, it's causing rifts in families, it's, it's civil unrest. It's something I, I've never seen in my lifetime. And America was always about, we come together no matter what, you know, they have this unification of a massive country of 330 million people, and they all are American. And now that's not the case. They're either blue state or red state, you know, they are either Trump or not. And it's a very dangerous situation.
0: Yeah, I so mean, that, the reason yeah. why I wanted to do the podcast is because I've done a number of interviews, and nearly every person talked about their travels in America and talked about how much they loved America, but also every one of them pretty much said that they didn't want to go there at the moment because of what's been going on over the last four years. So that's why I wanted to talk about this going, is our perception here in Ireland or in Europe, right about America? Is America welcoming for people? I did my J1 in 1992. I went to Wildwood, New Jersey, had an amazing time. And it gave me a real love for America because you know, I, I got a job there. I, I started prepping in a restaurant. By the end of the summer, the head chef had a heart attack and I ended up being the head prep chef <laughs> and brought to Florida with the family afterwards. It's so welcoming and it gave me a real love of the country. But I have to say I'm, I'm, I've been reluctant to go there. And that's kind of me putting up my stall that at the moment I don't really want to go to America. So that's why I'm interested about what's going on there at the moment. But what's the mood there like now
1: oh yeah it, it can't it can't be yeah i can't be any more hostile um you know it, again in and, and, the, and the, the president and i and i have to, to to say i haven't changed my republican stance you know and and Sean and I can debate that later if it's needed but You know, the platform of which Donald Trump runs on is still falls within my political realm. He doesn't, you know, and the fact that that even the debate the other night, which to me was like a grumpy old men movie, you know, it's just bickering and trying to put down your candidate instead of actually validating yourself as a candidate. The fact that he speaks in hyperbole all the time. Everything's the best this, the the beautiful that and whatever. It's just I, I literally can't watch it. So. So I'm not going to vote for Biden, I will say that, but I'm not. Trump will not get my vote and that's the second time. And it just amazes me, as Sean said, 130 million people in our country and these are the two finalists and it's got to be either or. It's just, it's it's really disheartening. And the people that follow Trump are, are going to go to the grave for him. I mean, it's just the way that, that it is and, and I don't understand it, but I'll say the same thing, and, and Sean and I debated this over the eight years of Barack Obama, where Sean was a, a big Barack you know, Obama yeah. fan, and I was not. I, I'm not big on entitlements. I'm not big on, on paying a lot of taxes, which is what happened to me. If, if there was a Republican in the eight years that Obama was there, I could actually pay for my kid's college tuition without having to take loans. That's probably not going to happen. He was way too left. I mean, the whole presidential orders that he would do after he lost the Senate, um, you know, everything about the Obama, his foreign policy, Benghazi was terrible. Like, there was no part of his... But when I wanted to talk to my family, which are all Democrats, they still think he's the best president that ever walked walked into the White House, and I just but but Dan, Dan, fundamentally,
2: but but fundamentally, you know, and you and I have had this debate. I'm bringing it back up again. America is turning into a country of the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. It's like these. These elite, we, we grew up in an elite part of America. We, we have a great, you know, the public school system in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, it, it, it's excellent considering where they are. There's a spectrum of those schools. They're not all excellent. And education is a multi-multi-billion dollar business in the United States. And you're creating a system, and there is a system of automatically having a second-class, third-class citizenship, regardless of your, your ethnicity, but more or less about your economic uh, availability and your opportunity for economic advancement, and and the American average industrial wage hasn't increased since like I don't know the nineteen eighties. I think it's still I think it's still like thirty three thousand. And you you talk about these people these in the Midwest and the Rust Belt and, and sort of people that voted for Trump voting totally against their interests. For a rich guy who pays no tax, who basically, you know, he's a he's a snake oil salesman, and I appreciate you didn't vote for him, you're not going to vote for him, but he doesn't represent the Republican platform I respected. The Republican flat platform I respected was that the Ronald Reagan sort of conservative, I appreciate low tax, I appreciate the understanding of corporate um you know, and banking governance and, and making sure people have a fair, balanced tax system. But it's not a fair and balanced tax system when the wealthiest of the country pay the lowest amount of tax just because they can afford an yeah, accounting firm. I'm not, I'm not, not going to disagree fair.
1: with you completely, Sean, but that, that's what happened in the Democrats, too. And, and the whole idea, you know, in the, in the Tom Frank piece, you know, if you're watching watch that pod, or listen to that podcast, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, just, it, it's it's the same deal. You know, that, that they, they lost their identity and they, and, they, and they go out like they're, you know, working for the working class people and they're not. I mean, Hillary was not a working class person. She was just as, as involved with the big yeah, banks and be- taking donations or whatever and building the, 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 the global um, Clinton initiative, you know, and, and they come across, especially as you know, in Massachusetts, the Boston politicians yeah. come, across, come across as completely, as, you know, Harvard yeah. professor, you know, from Harvard, you know, Elizabeth Warren. You know, makes fun of Trump yeah. for flipping windows and, and, and properties, which she's been doing her entire life, like the whole, you know, lies about the fact that she thinks she has Indian descent, like it, it's just, you know, so again, I, I'm not, I'm not going to defend Trump okay. by any means, but but I'm not going to accept that the Democratic stance that they actually, you know, are, are for the working people, because I, I don't believe. Leave that for a second.
2: But I think, but I think their 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 legislation is definitely favoring the middle class and working class. And that's just within the local state system, that's just a fact. But I think in union representation, I appreciate the unions fund into huge democratic parties. But the thing is, is that you're right. I, I think the Democratic Party, the, the Republican Party, um, they are major corporations now. They're huge money-making corporations. If you really take a look back at how much, how many hundreds of millions of dollars are going into campaigns and and, and this extremism has just brought it to, to light like Biden is raising hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions, amazingly so, because he needs to do it to go against the Trump machine. Maybe the unfortunate thing is there's not an opportunity for a third party to come in and you're seeing the extreme parts. You're seeing the Tea Party, which has evolved into Trump part, you know, the Trump party. You're seeing, fair enough, you're seeing the Democratic Party now going so far left in some corners, that it's looking, you know, it, it's socialism, you know, and I think that that's dangerous as well. But a vast majority of Americans are in the middle, you know, they're, they're your Ronald Reagan Republican, your your um, Kennedy sort of, you know, okay, Kennedy was a good liberal, but Kennedy sort of Democrat, but he was also fiscally conservative. Can you have healthcare in the United States that's offering people a decent quality of life in the wealthiest country in the world? Apparently not. Can you have education that's free or at least low uh, to medium cost for the majority of the population in the risk- richest country in the world? Apparently not. And, and you're right. Both parties aren't solving those problems. And you, 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 you have a good job. You, you take care of your family. And it's a serious investment for you and your wife to put your kids through college. And you have serious work in front of you to make sure that's a commitment that you can fulfill financially. And that's a strain on anyone let alone somebody who has your professional background, your credentials, and your capability, everyone else is out of the picture. I paid- That's true. Colleges. And again,
1: and, and, and if I, if I've never been consulted for the Democratic Party. I never will. But if I were, yeah. the, fr- the first thing I would tell Joe Biden um, is please don't bring up the fact that the first thing you're going to do is raise taxes. And Because and, down here in, in where I am in North yeah. Carolina, it's, uh, you know, with my job, that, that's every commercial. Down here is just the quote it's- of him saying, I'm going to immediately raise taxes. Like, Why would you do that? And then the other night, he I, I thought he won the debate if there was such a thing. I don't know how you win a yeah. bickering contest, but if you if you were to, to win a bickering contest, he won it until he, he then mentions the oil, and the, the, the fossil fuel. like So so Trump's in Pennsylvania telling the coal miner she's getting coal back. And the, and, and, and everybody else yeah. is saying, well, we're going to now put regulations in fossil fuels and, and essentially put the rest of you guys make the rest of you guys unemployed. like it's just not a good, it's yeah. just not a good so strategy. That,
0: that's what happened in the, the last election was Trump, as you said, exactly. He's talked about Pennsylvania and coal and things like that. Is that going to work again for him this time? Like in those swing states, that was his, it was an economic argument. Is it possible the economic argument will win out again? Could Trump possibly win?
2: I don't think so. I, I think people, people are so, COVID, not, COVID is so uh, enveloped in the American conversation now. But, and I think that the economic impact that has had, if you can so show people now that you can get people out of the COVID-19 scenario, which will help the economy, which I think Biden's people, that's their message. Trust me because I know what I'm doing. Trust my people because we know what we're doing. I think that's gonna that's gonna help the uh, Democrats. You know, I don't think Republicans. I think that ship is sailed for Donald Trump.
0: So, Dan, you mentioned there a minute ago. Uh, Frank Thomas's uh, book, What's the Matter with Kansas? Um, it was on a podcast that we heard from David McWilliams. And I think that sums up uh, the developments in America over the last 20 years and also talking about the two Americas. So there's very much the West Coast of America and then there's the Middle America. And in Ireland, we go on holidays and we go on our J1s to the coast, but we don't really know the middle of America. And that's the red America as well. So that's an area that I'd be interested to talk about now. I mean, you you work, where is it? North Carolina? Is that right? Or?
1: That's correct. North Carolina. Yeah. Very, very red state um, in, in the area that I'm, I'm in, which is which is the Greenville area of North Carolina. Very, very um, pro-Trump. In fact, two weeks ago, um, they actually had a rally here at the airport. Uh, he's had two other rallies in North Carolina since Pence has had one, another one scheduled um, next week. So this is a state that they really want to make sure that they lock down. So and, and, and it is interesting because, you know, in a few conversations that I've had, and I don't try to bring up politics with foreign, with, with people that don't really know. But and naturally, what else are you going to talk about in a pandemic? So it, it typically will come up, you know, when you're at a pub or, or just, you know, having a bite to eat. And um, it, it just that their, you know, their impression of Trump is that he's not Biden and he's not Obama. That's basically it. And they really believe that Trump supports them, even though, again, he's a very rich, a uh, man from New York, um, people from North Carolina, South don't really like people from from New York and in even New England, you know, the, the copper baggers, if you will. Um, so so decades ago, you know, it was always that there was a division between the, the South and the North and, and someone like a Trump would never even make it to be a candidate just, just because of that, representing this party. But they're they're just, you know, they've considered Joe Biden to be a socialist. You know, the, the remarks he's made about he wants to, to follow in Obama, President Obama's footsteps, which which is viewed as very left you know, that, that he's already talked about raising taxes. Um, the best choice for them still is, is Donald Trump. But do people know what
2: the definition of socialism is?
0: Good <laughs> cool question. Well,
2: seriously, seriously, I mean, the, the control of production and development and say, like the state is not going there. The United States is not doing that. That's the failing of the educational system. The fact that somebody can throw out the Democratic Party is going socialist, is insane.
1: Well, I think their view, is Sean, the is, is is universal health care. I think it was uh, it's the fact that they want to go fossil fuel. I mean, these people, these folks, are not you know as equal friendly as you would have in the Northeast. You know, yeah. it's it's one of those. It's it's a very industrial um, area. You know, a lot of manufacturing, a lot of warehousing. So you know, their view is is that universal health health care higher taxes. That's that's socialism.
0: So when I was watching the the debates, Trump kept throwing out that line: socialist, communist, and if the right-wing media say like fox news are throwing out that line so that was something i was wondering is it the media that is getting that message across where do you what sort of media do you watch like you're not a fox news watcher i would guess right?
1: well i i to be honest you, i do and the only reason i do that is because I, I i it amuses me i mean because if you, if you watch fox news and then you watch M- msnbc you, you you're wondering what they're reporting on they can't be yes. reporting on the same debate that i watched but but yeah, at the end of the day, I, I haven't heard a true definition of why they say that, and certainly you know tr- Trump will throw out any anything he can to you know they think will stick. But um, you know I think in people's minds, socialism really is is that the government gets very involved, and um, it's the universal he- health care, and it's you know it's raising taxes to, to pay for that. Well, and, socialism. You know, just a few. and
2: that's and, and I appreciate that's what they're throwing out there, but the problem is it underlines that the public educational system in America is absolute garbage. If people think universal health care is socialism. They, they need to take a history class. And I think that's the problem, is that like Canada has universal health care. They're not socialists. Well, but
1: Sean, but Sean see, that, that's, you're, exactly, it. you're exactly the Democrat that they hate. I know. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're Elizabeth Warren. That, that yeah. comment of it, they don't know what socialism is. And the comment is that the, the, the education's, you know, crap. You know, like you said, we, we, <laughs> we, we grew up in the Boston area, which is a very, very prosperous area, if you will, and, and, and invest yeah. a lot in education and what have you. You're the exact reason why they're going to stay as a Republican and vote for Trump. But that's,
2: and that's, and that's the, okay, that's a valid point. But I think that there's a, there's a highlight here of the failing of the entire American system that says, you know, if you can't, you know, the the biggest failing of any democratic or state, I don't mean democratic party, I mean a democracy, you have to have an educated population. And America, this highlights that, you know, people who do not know the definition of simple things or people that can be persuaded against their own interest to vote for somebody who has, whether, to your point, whether it be an elitist from the Northeast or or a, or a, a Republican who just wants to play to his own interests, the fact that people don't have that basic understanding at a level where you know he got forty, what do he get? Forty something percent of the last election, forty-eight percent of the people who voted, and 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 that's that's disturbing. That means the educational system's failing the United States and the democracy. The well, US- but that,
1: but again, Sean, when you look at it, the, 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 the what, you know what they call the, the working class, um, it, it used to be term, the, the non-educated, and by the non-educated, I mean just not college-educated, yes, which is the true, educated, you know, yeah. again, the right. true the blue-collar, um, you know, there's yeah. several terms that have been used. They're the ones that are the, are the biggest base for Trump, and they're, interestingly, um, since it came out, and I don't remember how many of the swing states, but a majority of the swing states, two-thirds of, of what's considered the white male, non-educated or working yeah, class, sure. yeah. is two, has two-thirds more population than the Hispanics and Blacks um, African American community combined. Okay. So again, you you look at where the, the the polls are today in the statistics. Biden's either at Hillary's level from 2016, in some cases even below a little bit, especially in those swing states. They're really not losing at all. Now there were other circumstances around that, including the, the the you know the whole email scandal and w- w- what have you. But at the end of the day, if you really think if you're if you think that the Democrats are in a driving seat right now, stand corrected. It's not the case at all. And I I don't have any any inkling whatsoever to think that, that Biden's going to pull this off. Um, okay. and, and and as a Republican, I don't want him to. But yeah. as somebody that just can't support the person in the White House, if it happens, so, I'll live with it.
0: So is it similar then to 2016 from the point of view that the Democrats have an overall majority, but when it comes to swing states, it's still very tight?
1: It'll come down to the swing states for certain, yeah, in my estimation, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, it'll be Mich- Michigan, What of Michigan, Wisconsin, yeah. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Florida. Florida will be an, and Florida will be one of the first states to offer its numbers. So that'll be an indicator. If, if Florida goes to Biden, that's a huge indicator for the Democrats. But like the one thing, and Virgil, you did ask about like you know where we were going in, the, in in parts of America that right now, from what I see in the media and, and from and yes, I look at all branches of the press, but right now, if you look at 2016. this is for context okay 55% of the American population who could vote voted 55% of the 100% who can vote and out of that 55% 48% voted for Clinton and 45.9% or basically 46% voted for Trump but Trump got the swing states so that's why they're so important and he wins the electoral college he wins the United States presidency but that's still just 55% of the people could vote, voted. And what I'm seeing right now, across the broad spectrum of the media that I'm looking at, you're getting people waiting in line for hours, literally hours in different states and swing states. And I think that maybe 10% margin, 50% margin. So you might get a 65% turnout this time around. And I think that'll swing it for Biden, to Dan's point about the numbers. And I think for context, if you get a 65% turnout of potential of American voters who can vote, I think I think Biden wins just on the numbers.
0: So fifty million have already voted as well, which is a you you know huge increase on the last election.
1: Yeah, yeah it will again, assuming that there's there's been several um, you know lawsuits from the Trump administration in certain states, and in some cases, a fact of just came out yesterday, and I don't recall the state that said that that it can't go the um, the, the the polling can't go past election day when they originally we're going to have a, a little bit of a lag period, some states are allowing a little bit of a lag period. So, and he's going to contest all of those because, you know, there was a, issues with our postal system saying that they're not sure they're going to be able to get them in, in time. Like there's all different types of issues. And he's actually said that he did that the, the, the mail-in votes, he's not even considered to be ballot. So if you don't come out on election day, then they're not going to count. And therefore he won't see the, the white house, which is again, as crazy as it gets, but, but it's the reality. And on top of that, they they've actually, they've a lot of the, um, the, the FBI has turned up all these different militias throughout the country that, that they're, they're breaking down or, 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 or disrupting one by one, that are actually looking to physically go with, with firearms to the polls on that day, because they know that that's what Trump's gonna to consider to be the actual election. And that any kind of mail-in vote could be fraudulent, could be filled out by you know, an old person, you know a senior's grandchild or whatever it is that he just won't consider them to be valid. So and, and that's all a ploy just because he knows full well the people that are going to do the, the balloting are typically going to be the, the the seniors that don't feel comfortable because of covid you know going to the polls and, and it's people that you know that are going to vote against yeah. him so
0: could the country go into chaos is that a possibility
1: there there was actually a, a, articles written um the, the last couple of days about that, that they, they fear that there's going to be um people overbuying again in grocery stores and then we're going to uh, once again have a uh, difficulty trying to find products that people believe that people is going to be a, a huge civil unrest from election day at least for a couple of weeks. So people are starting to hoard groceries and starting to be ready to, to bunker down.
0: Sorry, yeah. but are you nervous about that then? Like do you think I, you that's- know, I'm
1: nervous. I, I don't. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna truly believe in, the, in in our in our you know in our our capitalist and and you know the the, the the government, you know, at the end of the day, we have the right military leaders in place. Is that there's you know that that it's just the system actually works. All of the the normal um, Trump supporters on Capitol Hill, including the the, the, um, the you know the top guys in the in the Senate. I've all said that, that that's not going to be the case, that, that it will actually be a, be a, you know, a, a, um, a friendly handover, which uh, peaceful, you know, trans, transfer of, of power. Um, it, it's the way it's been for, you know, since the, the first election, you know, whatever, hundreds of years ago. So you know, I'm going to I'm going to believe in that. Um, you won't see me hoarding anything. But is there a part of my mind that says that this guy is just uncontrollable? Absolutely. I mean, how, how can't you?
0: Are there a lot more Republicans this time that are going to vote Democrat? Or is there a percentage because of Trump?
1: They, 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 in a poll, they actually said that he's lost about 23 percent of, of the um, of the Republicans that that you know kind of you know I, I again Matt, I forget the exact quote but Massachusetts yeah. Republicans are considered to be Democrats by Southern conservatives. Yes, right? yeah. so they tend to be a little bit more of a, a middle of the road, like we're reasonable people. Let's put it that way. And so, those reasonable people like myself, um, you know, that, that, that he's lost, which, which he had last time. And it's interesting as well that he's pulling hugely down the last time. And, and again, I forget the, the percentage, but it was in the 70s percent that he had um, with, with post um, high school, so college educator above females. So, that's why you saw the plea in one of his, a couple yeah. of his campaign rallies where he's talking to, to you know, suburban um, women to say, you, you guys should love me, you need to love me, you need to come back to it because he's losing that one. I mean, that one was massive. I mean, people were shocked. By that number after the last election especially considering that you would think that that yeah. you know they they, they they play the card that because it's a, a female running for president that, that again that just because she's a female and everyone wants to see a female that they're going to vote for her. that's yeah. not the case a lot of people are obviously so- educated they looked at the platform they looked at what they had and, and made the, the choice that they made
0: yeah so his line when he says you should love me to the suburban moms is to do with safety and security and I haven't seen much of that talk of that over the last month. Like, have all those protests and things died down in America? Or are they just not being, re- like, say, Portland? Is Portland stopped or is it just not being reported now?
1: It's, that's kind of old news because they, it's leading up or 10 days from the election. Um, so they don't, they don't tend to have these things. But no, they're still happening. They're happening even in Boston. Um, yeah. There was just another incident the other day yeah. in, in uh, Chicago. Um, which again got a little bit of news, but not as much as you would have thought, because it was protests that followed. Up, but they didn't really, you know, it was mentioned in the news, but not as much. But I think they're, you know, ten days out of the election. I think that they're really trying to to stay. The media is trying not to to really push one one gender the other, unless you're watching Fox or you're watching MSNBC. But for everybody else locally, and that was interesting as well. I thought that that Tom, you know, Frank uh, made it, you know, it, it was was spot on when he talked about the local news and, and, and even the the, the press. The press doesn't exist anymore. So people go to Twitter to, to get their in Facebook because they don't have you know, the papers. We used to have you know, the Herald and the, and the, the Telegraph and the, and the Globe. And the, it just doesn't exist anymore. If it does, it's, it's, it's been streamlined you know, under Murdoch or another you know, where, where it's, it's so slanted, you almost can't believe the news. So, so people go out and find their, their other sources to get that information and sometimes direct. I mean, some people live off of Trump's tweets as reality.
2: But, that's Which, that, that, but that reinforces a mental state that's very unhealthy, where you don't get to challenge your own mindset. And it's really dangerous. And I think that, you know, even in the liberal sort of slant of the Democratic Party, where I would be and in, in, in the my news sources would be in that vein, you know what I mean? So I have to go and look at Fox. I have to go look at other things. So I have at least an idea of what else is being thought about and what else is being talked about. But I do think that at the end of the day, you know, Fergal brought up the issue about what will happen if there is not, if even the inference of not having a peaceful transition of power in the United States is a rally call to nutbags. You know what I mean? You know, Mm -hmm. Second Amendment right people, people going out there in different states who are going to make, you know, they got nothing else to do and and they're going to just make hay while the sun shines. And and I think that's a real threat to, again, I appreciate that my one concern is I remember you, you remember the flag burnings, Dan. You know, the United States to Iran or Iraq or whatever they do the flag burnings. Of the United States or effigies et- to to Uncle Sam and they burn them and, they, and it looked like the whole country of Iran was against the United States. And then they pan back, the cameraman pans back, and it's like twenty five guys, you know, you know, and everyone else is like shopping yeah. and they're, they're yeah. kind of going around in their mopeds yeah. and kind of like going about their business, you know, and and it's like. It's, that's my concern about the way the American press is depicting some of this stuff—the riots in Seattle—and this. it's not a majority of people. You know what I mean? It's a—it's a cohort. The same with the, the, the Republican right-wing nutbags. It's not a majority of the Republican Party. It's—it's a—it's an offshoot. It's a—it's 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 a right-wing.
1: I, bitch- I agree with you, Sean. But it, but it's also a strong, unfortunately. <laughs> if you look at the Cook, Cook brothers, you look at some of the other—you know—because you know, because uh, you know literally ten to fifteen people, as as Tom Frank. You know, was mentioned own ninety percent of of, of the, the the money in the in the U.S. Unfortunately, they, they have all the power. Yeah. So yeah. so it's it's just so I agree yeah. with you. It's just it's really hard because they really push their agenda. I mean, it's hard to believe that Trump's you know has three wives and on his third wife he, he cheated with a porn star and that yeah. he's still going to get the ev- evangelical vote. Yeah. How ability- is that possible?
2: I know. How I know. is that possible? You know, they've turned a lot of cheeks apparently. <laughs> 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 so i think <laughs> so i think that's the challenge and i agree with you ethically and morally it's like come on you can't so who knows and I, I think that's the challenge and middle america is a great place i mean i was in st louis um years ago a couple of years ago now um and i remember i was doing a i had to do a thing for federal highway out there and i would never been to st louis missouri you know missouri and I went and I had this like sort of image in my head of, you know, Tom's because the Mrs. Hippie goes right through there. So I'm thinking Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn, the stuff I read as a kid. And I'm going, okay, I'm going to go for a swim. You know, so I went down. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I was at the hotel I was in. I had the first day kind of uh, to myself. So I went down. I had my togs on, as we say here in Ireland, but I had a towel. I had you know, my sneakers, everything with t-shirt. I was going through the lobby and the lady in reception is like, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm going for a swim. And she goes, where? I said, in the Mississippi, like, you know, Tom Sawyer. And that's, she goes, are you out of your mind? It's an industrial <laughs> river. You're going to get sucked into it. You know? <laughs> and I, I said, no, let's just take a look. and There might be a little bit of oxygen that I could go in. And so I went down. It's like, it's like, it's huge. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like in giant industrial cargo ships, I would have been killed. <laughs> so, so I'm like, where, where did Tom Sawyer go? You know? <laughs> you know, where did he go for a swim? So, uh, so I, I was a real eye-opener that, you know, I had this image being from Boston and growing up in Boston. Um, it's a different, it, it's uh, the middle of America is serious, serious business, you know.
0: You, you two were going to call their album The Joshua Tree. They were going to call it The Two Americas, actually. So it is quite different, isn't it, between the middle of America and the coast?
1: Yeah, well, and, and again, if you, if you divide it two, you couldn't get polar opposites of, of California and, and, you know, or, or the West Coast and the East Coast. So the Midwest kind of bridges that a little bit, and certainly the South bridges it a little bit. But but yeah, if you, if you look at somebody and and what the politics and what happens in California, and look at what happens on the East Coast, I mean, it's just it's just a whole different mindset as to how you approach everything. So it's yeah, and and, and it's interesting though that 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 as as Tom Frank said about Kansas, is that that used to be kind of where it was almost a neutral site that that a Republican would win one year, a Democrat another year, depending on yeah. what their agenda was and and whether they, they were likable. Ne- never going to happen. In, in, in California it, it almost has never happened in, in Massachusetts I mean so there's certain states that these candidates won't even bother with because either like New Hampshire it's a small electoral so why bother you know getting two or three electorals um, in California again it's not an all-in state um, so it's so it's divided electorals. And it's going to be Democrat anyway, so that's why these swing states, and most of them are Midwest. You know, yeah. That's why those swing states are so important to them. And actually, it I is know, all in.
0: I noticed Peter O'Rourke keeps asking uh, Biden to come to Texas because he's going; it's winnable, and he just doesn't go there. So I can't figure out why they do that. Why Hillary was? Well, the I can say right
1: now, after his comment the other night about oil, it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's not going. He's not winning that. I mean, he might as well yeah save save himself his plane ticket to to that yeah. state for certain. <laughs> yeah,
0: and. I, You know, the other thing I can't get my head around is, you know, in Ireland, Trump is a figure of fun. You know, my favorite story, I think, of the four years is when he was in hospital for COVID. When he was coming out, he planned to walk out pretending he was frail and then rip open his shirt and reveal a Superman (laughs) T-shirt. This was
1: his plan. can't make it up, right? I know. That's 100% true. And then the idea that he, he went out with the presidential limousine, you know, to, just so he could wave to people, like it just, and, and yet still the other night was, was adamant about not wearing a mask. Like it just, like, if you, if you think, I mean, think of this, right? If you could put a, if you were a Democrat and you said, okay, I got to run against a Republican, let's see if we can't get that person involved in, you know, say making Israel the, the headquarters of, of, of the Jewish community. Let's, let's get involved in Ukraine and, and try to bribe, you know, there against my opponent. Let's make friends with, with an awful dictator in North Korea. Let, let's make friends with Russia, who's been, again, a Cold War, right, for, for years. Let's get a pandemic. Let's kill 220,000 people, right? Let, let, let's have the market be volatile every time he opens his mouth. Let's, let's have a, a, a guy that tweets. Like, who does that? Is he 18, really? Like, let's have a guy that cheats on his wife, you know, with a prostitute and then pays her off. And they have the check to prove it, right? It, 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 I mean, it's just, he's got a revolving door of staff members, like key staff members, chief of staff and, and foreign, like, like the whole night, like you couldn't, you couldn't check more boxes if yeah. you're a Democratic candidate to say this is assuring. I mean, this is going to be unanimous. Like I, like 75% of people are going to go to the polls and 65 you know, percent of them are going to vote for. And yet right now, right now, I have little or no confidence that Biden's going to pull it off. Sean says more confidence than I do, but yeah, I have little or no confidence.
0: But the part I can't figure out is how come you aren't doing like, say, like the Lincoln project, right? They're, They're Republicans against Trump. Why aren't you saying I'm going to vote for Biden, you know, with your fingers crossed behind your back just so that Trump doesn't get in? I mean, like, just I'll give you an example. Borat in the yeah. New York Times today said that he would worry four more years of Trump that America would end up being like Turkey or Russia, democracy only in name. Is that not more important than taxes?
1: Well, you know, at the end of the day, if it, the, 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 at some point, you got to establish a moral compass, right, Frogo, and, and that's what I've done. So I'm not going to change my belief in what I what I think politically should happen, and I'm not going to do it just because this guy's so bad. It's just not what's going to happen. Um, but, I, but I feel like my abstaining from a vote sends a message, you know, And but I'm not going to go to the point where I'm actually, you know, because again, it, 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 if, if he were to take up where, where President Obama left off, that hurts me. That hurts me, you know, economically. I'm, I'm not in belief of a lot of what he's going to try to, to, to put through the, the House and Senate, you know, and again, God forbid he, win, he wins both of those. You'll have another... First term of of Barack, at least the first two years, which which so much got, got passed, it's just against what I, what I believe. So at the end of the day, you know, I I believe abstaining, you know, is is the message. You know, I'm I may be wrong about that, but um, you know, certainly there, there there's a, a you know a certain perspective out there that says let's absolutely get him out of there just because it could be that much more devastating in the next four years and i kind of hope that that happens but like i said it's platform ultimately is what i would normally vote for so you 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 take him out and superimpose the governor of massachusetts this guy named charlie baker who's 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 unbelievable i mean this guy you, you again and he's a republican, the he's a and republican. He's a republican yeah. but 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 he's a he's a he's a moderate republican right yeah, I mean, he's, he's the type of person that you would want to have in the white House. he would, yeah. he's on this platform right now 100% and i and i'm um, uh, and i'm sending out Texts and emails and contact and everything. I'm networking to anybody that I can that might even be on the fence and jumping and screaming that they're making a bad decision if they don't vote for them.
0: But Sean, then I would ask you, as a Democrat, do you think that it's just perception that the party is becoming more socialist? Is that just perception? Or do you think they've moved away from the centre? Or is Biden the guy to move it back to the centre? Because that's what I think he will do.
2: I, I I think that the Democratic Party is going, is, is becoming a much bigger boat you know the arc used to have a certain amount you know two of everything and now and now there is a lot more in there and i think that's very good for the democratic party and it's very challenging for the democratic party because you do have the sort of the, the more left wing leaning and, and i think that that's again that's a wonderful term to use but what it means is is left wing universal healthcare is that really left-wing is left-wing having reasonable price uh, education for third level you know universities is that really left-wing if that's left-wing america's screwed because you can't have in a global and, and, and to dan's point in a global economic forum where people are where, where, where technology and and intellectual property is key if that that's the core. The coal of the next generation is intellectual property. The oil of the next generation is intellectual property. And if the United States doesn't realize that and invest in education, forget it. It's basically going down the tubes and it's gonna be like the fall of the Roman empire. It's not gonna happen overnight but it's gonna happen incrementally. And incrementally America has gone down because it hasn't invested in education. And that's where America's losing. And that's where you create a two tier and a perception that we're all elitist in the Northeast they're all sort of, you know, kind of hardworking, you know, blue collar in the Midwest. And, and they, you know, they owe shucks and all that. That's not the case. There's very intelligent people all over the United States and they deserve opportunities. But those opportunities don't exist. They don't exist. And, and in certain parts of the United States, because it's becoming a, a two to three tier society. It's not so good.
0: We, We've mentioned him a few times, Thomas Frank's book, um, yeah. but in it he had a great line where He said Democrats have become the party of the winners, i.e. the technology companies, you know, the college educated kids. The Republicans have become the party of the losers, the people left behind. But the Republican Party have convinced them to vote for them because they're left behind. But then once they get in, they're looking after the billionaires.
1: It's 100% accurate. It's 100% accurate. Yeah, but again, you know, if again, at the end of the day, from, from, a, from a, a view of, of what again what we consider to be the working class, you know, what they look at socialism, and, and, and let's just say that they just compare it to Ireland, the UK, it doesn't matter what it is. But, you know, for them, the, the, the idea that there was gonna be, you know, college tuition paid for, like who was actually gonna get that? And, how, and, and what was really the plan of that? Universal healthcare, like that. So the, so, the, so, the, so the main items that you would normally differentiate, a capitalist society and a socialist society, that's what the Democrats are really pushing. Bernie Sanders in particular, and, and although he's an engaging guy, oh, my God, he, he's so far left, he's falling off the cliff. You know, and yet when he <laughs> pulls, <laughs> he pull, really? And no, yet he no, pulls no, incredibly. Look, he pulls incredibly. I know, but it. the thing
2: is, Dan, if, when I was in college and you were in college and we were freaking borrowing money and I was working five jobs, if somebody said to me school should be free, I'd be like, he's my guy. I'm 100% behind him. Now, the other right. thing is that. Yeah, and but the other thing is universities. Forget about universities. Like, why I, I would you know, learning a trade, learning that's where the education needs to be for everybody to have an opportunity to do whatever they want. But University, who pays for
1: that, Sean? Who's going to pay for that? Me? So now I can't. know I, I have to take loans to put my kids through college because you know full well they're not going to go for free. Like yeah, this is going to be a community college-type level thing that I'm going to then fund. I'll be the one that's funding the other ones and, and having to take loans for my own kids. I mean, it's but crazy. It,
2: so again, university education... Education in the United States is such a huge business, and it's it's a branded business, Dan. You know that, and I know that. But we, If you go to certain universities in the United States and you have that name on your resume when you're 21, 22 years of age, people will put you on the top of the pile. If you don't have that name, you're in the bottom of the pile. Actually, you're in the, you're in the rubbish bin. And like, so... And, and the other thing is that you know universities. They, I think it's old, I think universities are becoming irrelevant. I mean, kid, people need to learn other skills and, and spending. What is it now? Forty? Like for the average university in the Northeast is like forty grand a year. A year?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you if, if you think about the community colleges, actually, above that. yeah, 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 uh, a year? T- Oh yeah, yeah, per year. Yeah, yeah. Have,
2: and and you know you're looking forty and that's being moderate. Like that's middle of the road sort of price. So. Yeah. You're, you're looking at, you know, you're going to spend for one child to go to university, you know, you might as well give them the money, have them invest in property, go get an accounting degree, you know, get some certification. Oh, trades.
1: Yeah, no, they trade the trades. Become a yeah, plumber, of, they're,
2: they're good,
1: good paying, and they, you know, yeah, absolutely.
2: I don't, I don't want a lawyer wiring my house. It'll burn to the ground. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> so, so right. like. You know, I mean, there's got to be a bit of give and take here, and I think that's where the Republican Party could take advantage of a platform like that, and the Democratic Party have lost that. If I, you know, when I talk to Democrats and people in Democratic Party, I'm like, what happened to our value system of, you know, good trades, honest, you know, really good high. Like people, a, kid, a good pal of mine I went to high school with, like he's started he's got his qualifications, electrician. He's got a house down the Cape. He's got a ski, pool, ski lodge up in New Hampshire. He's got you know seven people working with him. He's making he's minted. His kids are all going to. He's doing fine because he went with what where his heart was. He wanted to work with his hands and work with you know electricity, whatever. But he's
1: he's minted. And he wasn't he wasn't riddled with college debt.
2: Yeah, correct. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that's where Bernie Sanders' message is very attractive. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> It, 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 it but it is but again to the, the left you know mostly yeah. to the youth you know the very left yeah. side of it and again yeah. that, that you'll just never get the the um the swing states or the you know the middle know. of america to, to ever in a million years go for that not for a second
2: and i think automation is what's killed middle of america more than anything else
1: you know yeah and, <laughs> it, and, and putting you know jobs across, across yeah. seas, but again as a republican I'm, I'm not necessarily opposed to that you have to be competitive with everything including wages and a lot of the unions you know depending on what they do to, you know but let me challenge that. But so but as, Trump, as
0: Trump, Trump tapped into that um, last time where he talked about those jobs. And actually, coal manufacturing has declined at record levels during his term. You know, this idea of bringing back manufacturing jobs, and that's what I meant by Democrats or the, the more high technology jobs. Surely Americans are seeing that now, like the four years.
1: Oh, no, they're not. Are they not? Nope. No, no, no. And you would think because the statistics say, yeah, notice how he hasn't brought up the wall? Yeah, you know, exactly. so, what he, so what he went on four years ago was well, like anything else, a ploy to get in to, you know, to, yeah. to, to, to become the, the, like the his, president. Like guy, Michael
0: Cohen, his bag man, he said, like, uh, imagine Trump is a donkey and the carrot is a dollar. and He'll do anything yeah, for right. a dollar.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and that, and, that, and that brings that brings a whole other thing, which could be an entire you know podcast on its own yeah. is you look Trump's at the right. ethical part of this. Which is, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, he constantly want to bring up Hunter Biden the other night, and I'm, I'm surprised that Joe Biden didn't bring up the fact that he, he brought his daughter and, and, and son-in-law on, gave them clearance that they, that generals, generally, you know, that, that high-ranking military people don't get. It, you know, he, he's in mar every other weekend, you know, paid yeah. for by the government. He stays in, in, in any Trump property if it's anywhere yeah. close to where he's, tr- like, i mean the idea that that's not but but again you would think that that would be for for an educated mind or or even somebody that just reads the actual facts you know you would say to yourself how is he accusing hunter Biden of of benefiting from this then you look at the corporate tax break you don't think that the trump enterprises benefited from a 13 percent corporate you know tax reduction but even even in ireland
0: we can see like he's got doom beg and Michael Pence came over and you know, he was going to London or something, but he stayed in Doom Beg with all his entourage. The bill probably would have been a million. That's just kickback. Like something that, I, that I've been waiting for somebody to say and no one has said, something I predict that if Trump loses he'll actually golf every day from the third of november until <laughs> what third of january or whatever i guarantee you, he'll golf twice a day he'll literally fly from one golf course to the other because it's probably a million each time and yeah, no one ever brings it up
2: yeah right and i do right. but i do right. think Trump's going to look for a deal because he may be someone that could be in a lot of trouble you know you know he could be in a lot of trouble legally and he may look for a peaceful transition of power if you just leave me alone and there's going to be something going on because there's too many things, too many real issues with with the executive, which is called in the presidency. Presidency of the United States is the executive branch. That he has way too many violations that he can just walk away from, you know. And I do think America needs to move beyond Trump. And I don't think you should persecute him or prosecute him because it'll just put salt in the wound if he it loses. Yeah. yeah, it'll ignite. And I think that is something people need to be very weary of, is that as much as we just uh, personally, as much as I do not like Donald Trump, I don't know if it's smart to skewer him and cook him over the coals because it may ignite something that you just can't turn back, you know?
0: Agreed. And actually a topic that we haven't brought up, which is probably the biggest one in the election, is COVID. So yesterday, I think there was over 82,000 cases. The highest figure was yesterday. Surely that's going to be massive over the next week or so. You know, like, I, I don't understand why that isn't the deal breaker.
1: Well, it's it, it, you know, it's interesting that that again the Trump supporters you just you can't change their minds. But but he did. They said politically made a bad decision to to actually start. um, to, to start uh, animosity towards Fauci. So, so a couple of weeks ago he, he was, he was, you know, in, in his normal tweeting and other stuff, just talking about how that, you know, whatever that him and his bunch of idiots, I think he actually used that term idiots yeah. that people are tired of listening to him. And he, you know, obviously said in the debate that they're, you know, we're turning the corner. Um, so, again, anybody that's sensible and look at the facts would know that we're not turning the corner by any means. And now with the flu season coming upon us and we still don't have a vaccine, it's just going to get worse. Ireland, obviously, is in that situation now. Yeah. So, I, I, again, I, I'm surprised that it's not more of an issue for uh, for people. Um, but at the end of the day, for, you know, because he he promises that, that he's the one that's going to be able to find the vaccine way before the Democrats because they're so disorganized and whatever that and he's already been involved in it. He's convinced people that that the source to a vaccine is is through him and not through Biden.
2: But I also think the presidency is such a propaganda machine. To have the presidency, you have the pulpit of the American attention. You you have it. You're sitting there at the top of the queue. Everyone's listening to you. And when you say, I'm over it, it's no big deal. uh, You know, oh, I beat it. You know, it's fine. He took a helicopter three blocks, three city blocks, you know, to a hospital that gave him the best doctors the planet can
0: offer. I started the talk talking about um, the reason why I wanted to do it was just the perception when I've been talking to people about their perception of America and during the week Obama did a speech and he said in it that there are consequences to his actions it affects how the world looks at America does that matter do you think how the world looks at America to Americans.
1: Well, I, I, I can't speak for Americans, um, Fergal, but, I, but it does to me, you know, and, and Finn No Tools, you know, when he talks about us being, you know, now piteous, I think he's 100% correct. And he he, and he, he wrote, I forget when he wrote that, but that, it was a while ago, it was months ago, mm-hmm. but he wrote that. I can only imagine what he would say today. And it is, and, and I'm one of the, you know, uh, not one, but I, I, I'm among an elite, elite group of folks that actually have interactions with foreign countries like Ireland that, that you know, do have a, a you know, aren't a two-party system, they're a multi-party system and so I appreciate it more than others, the fact that, you know, I told Sean, I can't believe 130 million Americans and we have these two 330, studios, 330,
2: 330 million.
1: 300. I'm sorry, yeah, 330 million and uh, 328 million, I think exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and yet there's, there's under 5 million on the island and you guys have brilliant politicians. I mean, when I'm there and I, and I listen to politics and I listen to debates, your, your, your shock is, I, I think, fantastic, like, is a great politician. It just, it amazes me. I, I don't know why that is and I assume it's the multi-party system
2: it's our educational system, Dan. It's the educational system in Ireland. I honestly can tell you that the, the, the basic level of education in Ireland is light years above the basic level in the United States. And that's the difference. Yeah.
0: So actually, just one other question that I want to ask you was just from the Senate. So just say if uh, Biden does get elected, what are the odds of the Democrats also getting the Senate?
1: So, so I don't have the stats on me for a little bit, but, but similar to, to the last election where they, they were able to maintain the Senate and actually gain a couple seats, that was because the number of Democrats, they're, they're talking about the Republicans, the number of Democrats seats that were open yeah. were, were a majority. Yeah. It's just the opposite this time, oh, where there's yes. a huge number of Republican seats. But it is interesting this morning, again, on, on um, MSNBC, that I was watching the, the, the um, governor, excuse me, the senator from Michigan was saying he, he, his polls were for like, up until this last couple of weeks, he was 13, 14 points above above his, his GOP rival. I saw and this. he's worried about what it would be like because they, they've sunk millions of dollars. in Michigan, again, it's one of those those swing states, but you know- Yeah, it is. Mid, yeah, Midwestern states. I, I, I think, I think the win. Democrats so, are
2: going to win the Senate. I do think they're going to win the Senate because I think when people, again, I'm when people are waiting in line for eight hours to vote, they're, they're probably going to be voting Democrat, major, like that majority of the population that are doing that. And they're just going to vote down the ticket Democrat, regardless of who the candidate is. So I do think they're going to vote down the ticket Democrat. And I think the United States Senate will
1: be majority Democrat after this election.
0: So last question then, callers, what who do you think it's going to be?
1: You know, John thinks Biden will pull it off if, if, the, um, if the vote in. Yeah. Um, you know is recognized and, and you know and it, that actually happens and, it, and if that is the case then then I can't disagree with him but I, I you know the fact that he that in most swing states biden is is I, I want to say the average of the swing states last time Hillary was about 16 percent in favor the same time you know in 2016 and he's only 11 percent means that it could go either way I mean I, I really if I had to go to Vegas I you know again I probably, Put my money on Trump because he'll figure out some way to do something that's just going to shock America and get his, you know, his base to the polls. But
2: I'll leave it on a positive note. Dan agrees with me that Biden will win.
1: i think i think i think i think think he's got the best he's got the best choice and again polling but i I, you know i would have said the same thing even though i I didn't vote for i wouldn't have said about hillary in 2016 look at that okay so so
0: so sean you're saying biden and dan you're saying trump and i'm saying biden and if it's trump what we're gonna have to do is get you back on and sean you can be our dan you can be a war correspondent then (laughs) report (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, jesus yeah. <laughs> yeah reporting from the from the uh, riot in, in in north carolina yeah yeah yeah
1: that'll be interesting. you know but the thing is i think that the, the democrats actually brace for it to happen i think it's the other way around i think if, if biden like that will be the war you're know, like i'll be the war correspondent biden actually wins. really because trump trump will absolutely go into a bunker he's absolutely oh, no you mean, it's just his yeah. ego ego yeah. he's got to find a way to be able to get out that makes him look good and there's no way yeah. to do that you know, he's going yeah. to blame it on, on, on corrupt, you know, the, the, oh, the, uh, yeah, the corrupt voting and the other stuff. It's just, and, and it's he's nonsense. laid a base for people to believe that he's right. Yeah, yeah that he's correct. Exactly. And like you said, people are expecting to show up at the polls with, yeah. with, with militia type arsonary. Like,
2: and that's the prop, that's the propaganda power of the presidency. That's the power of the presidency has that, that, that sort of influence and conjecture that can be believed is so dangerously, da- it's just so dangerous. And Trump mm-hmm. is playing it to the best he can, because he he absolutely is a he's a salesman. He's a total snake oil salesman, and if he doesn't get his way, he'll burn the village. And That's a right. really
0: good note to end on, I think. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> America's gone up in flames. <laughs> well, Either way, <laughs> so you've answered my question. Then I'm not booking <laughs> my tickets. For a while. Yeah, <laughs> no, I
1: wouldn't put yeah, yeah, anytime yeah, soon, yeah. yeah. I, I would give it about well, yeah. not that you could anyway, but I, I would give yourself about yeah. a,
2: travel tales with Fergal. Give it give yeah. it a while. Give it a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Give it, give it about give it, at least, give it at least 6 to 8 months. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything all settle. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Thanks a million guys. I really appreciate Great. that. Thank you oh,
1: yeah. for thank you for Take Take care. Care.
0: I hope you found that discussion as informative as I did. I think it shows that the economy and taxes are still important to Republicans. And the question now is, will that argument win out? Or has Trump done enough damage for those Reagan Republicans to vote for Biden? They say it is one of the most important elections in US history. And our guests have highlighted it's still all to play for. Back to our regular Tuesday episode next week and every Tuesday after that. Be found on Instagram Travel Tales with Fergal for details on guests. Stay safe. Travel Tales with Virgo